Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 628 for comics originally releasing April 6th and April 7th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops next week, Drew, do we have anything else from the world of comics? And by the way, I'm still not caught up on Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, did you watch Invincible yet? No, but boy, um, oddly enough, so many people keep texting me about Invincible. Right. So I don't know if it's just the fact that uh, Amazon Prime is so far reaching, Yeah. but people who know me as a comic book person keep coming up and go, did you read Invincible? I said, well, it's Kirkman, so yeah, I definitely read everything Kirkman does. And they're like, it was actually not bad. I actually really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, cool. So it, it's it's got some penetration there. Yeah. Yeah, what, they're four, four episodes in now, and I don't know if they're just going to do the f- first couple of, of trades or not. Um, it's been so long, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I, like, I was thinking back, um, I don't know if I read more than the first trade. Because uh, I did, if mine I recall, was the first couple of trades I dabbled in during the the uh, the 100 and the controversy stuff around 100, and then I think I bought the last issue. I finished, yeah, I finished the, when it was, when it was ending, I finished it, mm-hmm. and then I know I read the first trade, um, but I don't know that I read the second one, because I think that's when the twist happened, was in the second yeah. trade, and I didn't remember that, <laughs> that happening like that, so, um, that was great for me in the, in the show, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm just going to let, let the series play out this first season. Then go back and reread uh, in between seasons. I'm assuming it's going to get picked up for another season. There you go. Maybe it already has, but um, that's my plan is to hit it cold for stuff that I have I've missed, and then I'm curious to how far they go with their. You know, they don't have that many ish episodes left, so mm-hmm. I, I can't believe they're going to go too far. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the uh, third episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was today. Um, it's good. Uh, it's no Wanda. <laughs> it's so crazy to say. And you know, it's it's it, it's good, but it, it just doesn't captivate me like like that that show did. Um, but it was just starting to captivate me in an episode three. So you know, that's a little different. Uh, anyway, that's that's Drew's take on what he watched today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got some feedback from Aaron Churchill, who also, uh, before I get to his feedback, has been um, chosen as the first slab contest winner. Uh, so he has won and selected as his prize the Catwoman number 17B, the acetate variant, which is a 9.8 CGC slab. And he will receive that because he is a patron. Um, we are going to try to do one more of those. So I think this one, we we collected patrons for a couple of months and then selected a winner. Um, so we'll do we'll probably do the same thing again. And um, uh, our, our other patron, Adam Pastory, was kind enough to donate a couple of these slabs. And so uh, we'll we'll go, go another couple of months. Um, and generate some more patrons, and then um, select another winner uh, uh, down the road as we get closer to summer. So this was this we'll call this our spring slab giveaway, and then we'll do another <laughs> summer um, well, slab. by the seasons. Yeah, well, season by the first day of summer, we'll have another. Yeah, sounds good. Um, now again, go to Patreon.com, comics for fun and profit. And become a patron at any level um, to get entered in this contest. Uh, you can choose your level depending on what kind of level of access you want and uh, what, what kind of cool things you want to unlock and be a part of uh, our show and some of the extra exclusives and early access and uh, things that we're doing over there. Um, there's some episodes that will only be seen or heard um, by our patrons, which is cool. Give them something special. And then also uh, we want uh, you to be a part of our Slack channel and you can interact with us on the daily, sometimes on the hourly, uh, on Slack. 
and chit chat us up and we talk about some spec stuff um we had i i'm looking right now at um my second appearance of of starro uh that i picked up <laughs> yeah because uh, one of our patrons gave me a heads up after the um after the trailer for suicide squad there was somebody had freeze framed uh, a, a starro uh in the background and so that that went around that we think it's starro starro could blow up as the villain in in the suicide squad movie um and the first appearance is kind of out of my reach but the second appearance with in the first full cover was not so um uh i was able to pick that up thanks to a uh, heads up from a patron on our slack channel so that was really cool um so it's stuff like that that we're doing over there and having those conversations and and that kind of exclusive payback is pretty pretty cool and it's a community that we're building slowly and we're excited about where it's going and where it's going to be so we want you to be a part of that and um to to pay you back for being a part of that um you get it entered in our slab contest um you can't get catwoman 17 but you still if if you're if you choose uh you may have dark tower gunslinger born dark tower gunslinger born number one batman 98 powers of x number two red sonya age of chaos number one wonder woman number 761 house of x number five basket full of heads number one and star number one those could be those could be yours one of those could be yours they're all cgc 98s um and they could be shipped to you as a prize so be a part of that now so congratulations aaron thanks for being a patron and um your slab is on the way and we hope you enjoy it and display it and enjoy it or flip it whatever it's yours do what you want uh, <laughs> aaron has this to say uh, during tw- 2020 with all the shipping issues did you discover any cool comics rediscover or find something you normally wouldn't have if it weren't for the crazy year i discovered europecomics.com with great art and great stories also they are all on hoopla thank you guys for everything aaron churchill what i chose to do i don't know about you Kyle, but what i chose to do with the shipping delays and lack of comics was catch up on my backlog mm-hmm. <laughs> i did not seek out a lot of uh, extra stuff but i had <clears throat> i had back half stuff that was stacking up i'd done a pretty good job like image was current um i was a little bit behind on the big two but i was way behind on my back half publishers and so i was able to catch all those up to where i am almost completely current now and uh happy about that and also i took a couple of weeks to just not read comics yeah which i hadn't done for uh ever for for 10 years maybe so it was it was nice to have that big break where there wasn't any real pressure to keep current so i kind of took some time off from comics kyle how about you did you find anything new and different i did that as well i definitely caught up on some backlog stuff a few things um but i didn't venture out and find any other additional Things like that. I had a whole lot of other stuff going on. Uh, t- took the time to catch up on a lot of TV shows and stuff. Yeah. During that downtime there. Two other true. different ports of medium. Exactly. Uh, I've played some more video games than I've ever have. So. There you go. Uh, that's true. Uh, but European comics, I've heard great things. And uh, if there's a, one sh- a one-stop place like EuropeComics.com to check those out, I will do so. And I love Hoopla. Because it's free. Um <laughs> And so, yeah, that's something I've heard good things about. Um, they're usually long, aren't they? Europe, European comics, uh, usually like OGN length, or they or they come in singles too. Yeah, they, I think they probably do. Do you know, Kyle? No clue. No clue. Yeah, I, I haven't read a lot, but I've read some, and and they're definitely uh, solid books. So something I'm I'm interested in checking out. While we. Uh, Let's shift gears and get over uh, to take a quick look at our previews guide for June comics. And we are, we've done DC, we've done Marvel, um, and, oh, did you see the retraction, Kyle? Remember our Marvel conversation or DC conversation last week about the price hike? Yeah. There, since then there's been a, a, a clarification Ooh. Yes, that that was a misprint. 
they weren't going to six dollar books sure um and that was just a clerical error and that secretary has been sacked (laughs) 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 Or, or the pressure was so astronomical and that they changed their mind or it was just a common error it was an actual uh, just an actual error um i don't i don't know i don't want to speculate there but uh, i do i think they got pushed back and they they caved and folded because they when have the big two cared about up uh, outrage about pricing that's the only reason i don't think it that's what it was yeah because they've never given a crap they, they put out $10 books all the time. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't care if you're mad. Do they? Why, no, would, they cha- why would they change now? Yeah. But, so I, I'm I'm thinking it was just a, I'm naively thinking that was just a, an accident and that they did. And T's and P's for that poor secretary. <laughs> I don't know what T's and P's are. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, so now we we did image. We did uh, DC. Now let, we did DC. We, we did, did Marvel. We did DC, and now let's check yes, on our friends at Image. Of course, this is Drew and I's um, opportunity to go through and flip through kind of our previews thoughts before we put in our orders. Kind of see what catches our fancy and complain about the things that don't. We have a glorious return of Jupiter's Legacy. This time, it's called Requiem. And they're giving us a double-sized first issue, but they are charging us a little extra for it. It's a six-dollar first issue, Kyle. And it is straight up the Mark Millar philosophy. Let's give them five issues and move on to something else. And uh, Josh Dumail is uh, starring in the Netflix. A series that's coming out on in May seventh on Jupiter's Lex- Legacy. So uh, he's not an A lister anymore, is he? No. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only that's the only casting I'm seeing. Um, at least on this, there might be more that, but it's a it, to me it's an ensemble book. Uh, so I would think there'd be. You know, in an ensemble cast, so uh, I'll have to check. Well, when out. you think Jupiter's Legacy, is there a main standout character? Not, yeah, I mean, no, because there's like the old, older generation is a group, and then the, the younger generation is a group, and I guess it would be the 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 son of the yeah, the younger son would be the main character, and that would probably be who Josh is playing. Mm-hmm. Although he's getting up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'd be curious. Um, and I don't know what they're adapting, if it's the very first trade or what. So, just have to see. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's some good information in IMDb. I'll take a look. Good dirt that way. Dig in and see if you can find some more casting or some more stuff. Yeah, so tons of tons of covers for Jupiter's Legacy. Of course, Frank Quietly always does great work. I'm surprised he's not the cover A. Uh, that's kind of a bummer that he's not even the cover A, um, but they are giving him a B and a C. Yep. And uh, I guess he's probably not in interiors then. Does it say? Say what? Well, interiors are Tommy Lee Edwards. Uh, yeah, the interiors are all going to be Tommy Lee Edwards. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a downgrade. I mean, I'm sure Tommy Lee Edwards is fine, and they they look okay, but it's not it's not Frank Quietly. It's fine. It's fine. It's just uh, not going to move needles much for me. And then we have our first of our Spawns universe titles. Uh, yeah, that looks out. pretty cool. Yeah, we're Spawn doing uni- Since Spawn number one, you know, two decades later, is starting to creep back up in price. Spawn universe number one. It's time to start collecting those for the next couple decades. Yeah, and this and Jupiter's Legacy, a no-risk title for retailers. Yeah. So... Uh, is that one of those order all you want and you can ship them back? There you go. Pretty sweet. We have one, two, three, four J. Scott Campbell covers for Spawn Universe number one. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. Compass number one by Robert McKenzie and Dave Walker and Justin Greenwood doing the art and the cover. You know, you know, I like my Justin Greenwood from the Fuse. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so I'm excited about that. He's not doing any writing, just the art, but still. Greg Rucka proudly presents a new direction in an adventure with Compass. So what does Rucka have to do with this? Oh, it's, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know uh, what his what he's what he's doing. Is it yeah. his? Is it his? Is it his? A uh, it says looking at his, his imprint, but I don't see an imprint anywhere on here. It's hmm. about Shahida El Amin, a, was, a yeah, scholar. I, was say, I wasn't touching that name with a ten foot pole. Scholar, cartographer, astronomer, mathematician, scientist, explorer, adventurer, and when need be, a two fisted fighter. Hmm. Curious. Indiana Jones meets Delilah Dirk in a globe-trotting adventure. Perfect for a YA audience. Um, do you know Delilah Dirk? No, no. I don't either. I I, I recognize the name. Of, was it a comic, maybe? Yeah. But I didn't read it. Reteaming from the pages of the old guard, Tales Through Time. Huh, interesting. Could be good. I'll yeah. check it out. Yep. What about a Jim Morrison OGN? <laughs> you interested in that? Um, I actually think what, the Doors are one of the most overrated bands of all time, so probably not. Yeah. And Cain and Abel OG, OGN? That could be interesting. That could be interesting. It's fantasy. Actually, the, the art looks really good on that Jim Morrison. Uh, I, I, I like the look of this. It's uh, writer is Shaky Kane and Crent Abel. Oh, that's funny. Cain and Abel. Yep. I see what they're doing. They're doing a horror fantasy comic. Yeah, I'd read it as a floppy. I'm not going to do it as an OGN. Gotcha. Oh, Kyle Starks returns. Yay. Assassination guy that we liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, six sidekicks of Trigger Keat, number one. Terrible title. Um, but Chris, uh, Kyle Starks and Chris Schweizer are... Uh, Putting this at three ninety nine book out, <laughs> how nice! <laughs> Skybound imprint, so Skybound that's good for it. Always that good. means it automatically has a uh, a deal. You think? You think it's already yeah, optioned? Skybound, Skybound stuff has option has has built in option deals with whatever. All Skybound has everything that Skybound does, or just Kirkman stuff? I thought it was all Skybound stuff. Wow, that kind of a pipeline. I remember correctly, we read that at one point. Yeah, you're. You might be right. That's worth giving away a piece. Yeah. Gu- guaranteed option. Yeah, I think I remember that. Was it something like a first look? They get a first yeah, look exactly. Option? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Looks good though. Erica Henderson also involved on a cover B. Vinyl number one. Dexter meets Nailbiter, okay. <laughs> that works for us, right? That works for us. Normally not, but in this case, I'm like, okay. Wraparound covers like that. Looks good. Nice and bloody, the interiors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Holy now, crap, Ant number 12. What is that about? Because... I've not seen Ant number 1 through 11, have I? 14 years after its previous issue was published, Ant returns for Volume 1's all-inspiring conclusion. And this is Eric Larson. Okay. So, uh, uh, end of a story arc, 14 years later. Do you think there's a recap page? I would friggin' hope so. (laughs) I bet you there isn't. I bet you there isn't. It's just for fans. Yeah. Birthright hits number issue fifty. That's, That's been, crazy. That's really cool that it's been along. Yeah. Hats off to Josh Williamson and Andrea Bresson. <laughs> Crossover seven. That's awesome. Are we going to end? Is this going to be a final too? What is? Yeah, the uh, Birthright fifty is the yep, final series final. finale. Yep, I just saw that in the yellow. Nice. Uh, Crossover sh- number seven, we've uh, scratched out Donny Cates and Jeff Shaw and put Chip Zdarsky, Phil Hester, and Andre Parks on it. And Chip Zdarsky's got his own picture on the cover. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> this is great. This is great. Even the solicit. Hey, Wait. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really fabulous. Now, they're having fun with that book. 
<laughs> I, I do not understand people that don't like it. It's really good. Yeah, the solicit is, wait, no, hold on. What is this? Why is Chip writing my books? Sorry. I know this is unprofessional to in public, but no one in image is answering my emails. Someone please call me. What is happening? <laughs> Meta. That's awesome. Deep Beyond, not really reading that. I tried it. It's okay. Holy crap, firepower. Yeah. Going all out for issue 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 covers, including the likes of Rob Liefeld, Frank Miller, Todd McFarlane, <laughs> Tula Lote, Frank Quietly. Wow. Kari Randolph. It's oversized. It's an extra buck. Um, it doesn't say it's the end. Just the no. end of the story arc. End of the story arc. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Better get in on this. There's something going on. Can't wait for FOC to actually see what these covers are. Yeah. Um, so we've got Homesick Pilots, number six. Bam. Oblivion Song, uh, issue 31, which I thought it ended, but <laughs> it's got a new, that's a new story arc. a new story arc. We're back. So, oops. I got confused. That Texas Blood is coming back with issue 7. That's fantastic. Um, Undiscovered Country 13. Sinkevich cover B. <laughs> Dracula Mother Effer OGN. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't remember that. Was that is that an OG, is that an OGN new print? That's, that's been out, I guess. I guess that's uh, that's been a thing. It's been a thing. Some more trades. We've got Ice Cream Man trade, Nomen Omen. Seven to Eternity, Sunstone, Hardcover. We've got some uh, manga crossover titles, they they say. These are image titles that they think will hook a manga reader. Interesting. And I would got, not think Snot Girl would be one. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Monsters probably, uh, maybe, I guess. I don't think I've seen the Paul Pope stuff. Interesting. 100% and heavy liquid. Hmm. Uh, we're back with some single issues. Ascender 16, Bitterroot 14. Deadly Class number 47. I love that uh, Jeff DeCall cover B. Yeah, it looks like a little like Electra, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Department of Truth, die. Geiger, the good Asian... Ha Ha finishes up with its sixth issue. Oh, wow. And a Dr. Seuss cover. Is that what that is? The the B, cover B. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yep, I see it there. Yeah, H's. Huh, that's cool. Hey Kids Comics with its second issue. Home, Inkblot, Jules Verne's Lighthouse, Carmen... Philadelphia. Lazarus Risen makes an appearance. Our quarterly-ish book. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, the $8 quarterly books. Yes. Greg Rucka and Michael Lark. It's wonderful. I love it when I get it. I just I get forget it's, it's not there every I, other. Yeah, I get it so seldom that I forget. Made in Korea, number two of six. Manifest Destiny, number 42. This one might be winding down. It says as the journey nears it, as her journey nears its end, Sakajawea is reunited with her people. So we might be, as we get closer to fifty, maybe it's it's winding down. Huh? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Monstrous hits thirty-five. Moonshine at twenty-six. That's a surprise. That, that was a sneaky twenty-six up issues of that. Yeah, because that was out. That took a lot of time off, and then came back and just yeah hit regularity. Noctera, issue four. Old Guard, next volume, it's number three. Radiant Black at five. Savage Dragon, still having fun at 261. Scumbag. Scumbag's worth it just for the letter columns where, where Rick Remender just rips into the people that write in. <laughs> he's, I believe he's playing the character of Scumbag and he's just ripping him, ripping him and calling him names and it's pretty funny well, it's awesome Shadecraft, I haven't read that first issue yet I'm curious how it works out 
Silver Coin was the one. Was that the, where the first issue was like? Kind it was of, a guitar. Yeah, yeah, it was like a band. So this is a definitely an anthology. Yeah, so. they've moved. They've done some different things. Spawn hits issue three nineteen. Still at two ninety nine. Hats off to Todd McFarlane. <laughs> he, I mean, he could definitely be making another dollar for he oh, himself yeah. and his creators. Oh, he, yeah. He's leaving it on the table for whatever reason, and hats off to him. Uh, Stillwater hits issue eight. Stray Dogs finishes up with issue five. I hope they go back to this again. What's the horror cover B title there? That's uh, that's Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. You watch less horror than I do, but you've nailed all of these. Yeah. I like that. That's that's they're just neat covers. Oh yeah, they're great. Uh, Time before time, number two is the Declan Shalvey book. Two Moons hits issue five with from John Arcudi. Some wicked stuff on Walking Dead Deluxe. We're yeah, tearing up, Drew. Who's doing the cover C? Dave Raposo. That's a new guy. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that style of his. Yep. It's looks great. cool. It's great. I like the A. Yeah. Of course, like I've been saying since moment one, B is just the you know cover we had before. All these. I don't believe you now. It just yeah. took me a while. It just you got there eventually. So we've got sixteen and seventeen, which means next month we have eighteen and then nineteen. Nineteen with fourteen What's the over under on covers. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how many did we get for Firepower 12? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the over-under is set at 12 for uh, yeah. Walking Dead 19. Yeah, so lots of good stuff to look forward to in the upcoming FOCs for for Walking from Image. and uh, <laughs> From Walking Dead Publishing. Just, just from Walking Dead, it's fine with me. <laughs> lots of good stuff there, though. Absolutely. So we go from what we are ordering for the future, and let's look at what has popped now. You want to pop over to CBSI with me for our friends at Comic Book Invest and see the Hot 10? Sure. All right, we're going to head over there and look at the Hot 10. Oh, at number one, we have Superboy, number nine, from 1994. Holy crap, this jumped from 159.8 to 450 to 500 after the Suicide Squad true trailer king shark definitely ruled but i chalk this up to another failure of the hot 10 writers for getting rid of a book two weeks too soon yeah feel your pain brah in about no kidding so yeah king shark that was did you watch that trailer yeah it looks great it looks really good looks very good at rank two amazing spider-man 316 Yes, a 9.6 is now $800. 9.8s are now $1,700. These were $350 and $700 a month ago, respectively. Uh, we don't really know why. Things are just flying up. <laughs> we have no reason. There's no reason for this, except it's a Venom cover? Yeah, but like, what's, like this isn't the first appearance. This isn't the second appearance. This is... 16 issues later <laughs> yeah exactly we've been talking so much about how my generation and my age of people have gone into the point where they have too much money so all of their past things are now blowing up uh-huh. and at rank three we have thundercats number one. Oh yeah this is this has got to be in your collection I think it's got to be too that's what I was just thinking I was like uh, I'm sure this is somewhere yeah yeah I know, $200 I know we for, bought it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. $200 for a raw, $1,600 for 9.8. A director has been brought on who is a fan. He-Man has supposedly been in production for what seems like decades. So does anyone really think this movie will ever get made? We don't even know if it's CGC or live action. CGI. Is it going to be like the SpongeBob movie? Or Scooby-Doo? In any case... We're not really as bullish on this being a real big thing, but boy, our price is going up. Well, normally I would say boo to CGI, but I have enjoyed Invincible. So there you go. I mean, I guess there is some redeeming qualities for that. Yeah, but not huh. if it's a movie. If it's a movie, it's got to be live action. There you go. At rank four, we have Flash, number ninety-two from nineteen ninety-four, written by Mark Wade. Impulse is finally making it to the Flash TV show. 
The current 9.8 price is around $200 and is two, two times what it was just a month ago. If you are hunting this one, definitely go for the DCU variant if possible. Apparently, the only DC books people want are from the 90s. Oh, boo to that guy. <laughs> At rank 5, we have Avengers Annual number 10. Chris, Chris Claremont writing this one. CGC, CGC 9.8s are $2,500, double from a month ago. 9.6s are 600 double from a month ago. This book is pretty much forgotten for about a friggin' decade. Now it's joining those that are must-have keys. At rank 6, Power Rangers Unlimited, Air to Darkness number 1, the Jenny Frizen 1 in 50 variant. $200, and there are only a couple listed for 500 This has to be an incredibly rare book, correct? And it's really cool looking. Yeah. We also have Black Cat number 4, the Adam Hughes 1 in 25 variant that just came out this year. Um... Is Adam Hughes trying to jump back into people's want list? He keeps popping up on this list, just like he used to three years ago. When will J. Scott Campbell see a resurgence? Question mark. As an aside, is this an innuendo cover, or am I a little way off? No. It's selling for between fifty and sixty dollars. Definitely is. Yeah. His spidey sense is tingling. Yeah. At rank eight, we have Shadecraft number one. Selling for $15 just a skosh after release. I love that these new horror titles are doing well uh, week after week. At rank 9, we have Invincible 110. A month ago, this was a $25 book. Now it is pushing 50 to 60 This is definitely a book that pushes a lot of social limits and will pretty much always be significant. But the warm reception of the Invincible show is helping it right now. Hmm... And Bob's Burgers, number one. If you haven't watched the show, you're missing out. A 9.8 just sold for $250. And Rawls are now selling in the $50 range. Even if this one only reaches half of Rick and Morty value, that's still a big win overall. Didn't you buy a bunch of these for your daughter? Yeah, yeah. And she probably threw them away. But maybe <laughs> maybe they got shoved somewhere. <laughs> Go find them. Exactly. Honorable mention, we have The Ultimates, number one from 2016, Al Ewing writing that one. Um, surprise ending. Uh, Valiant Horton wrote about this book more than three years ago here on Comic Book Invest. Already a sale for $30, which is double what it was yesterday. So that is apparently popping up for some big old reasons. And there, of course, old school honorable mention. We have Daring Mystery Comics number one. Uh, very little prior sales information on this one. Zero sold copies in the last four years. A 7.0 sold this week for $31,000. And there are two copies in the census higher than this one. Both pedigrees at 9.2 and a 9.4. Damsel in wow, distress. Sir. Yeah. That's amazing. That's crazy. And now it's time to take a look at our FOC. But before we get into that, we need to talk a little bit about Deep Discounts and Cowabunga's um, exclusive covers. Uh, they, yeah. they are doing a series of covers for Shadow Man number one with superstar artist Jenny Frizen. Um, so they are, they are getting f all four? Is that, is that right? Three. Three, three. They're they're doing a, a virgin, a virgin, a trade the trade dress, a virgin, and a virgin gray tone. Yes, and you can pre-order a bundle of those, um, get all three of them for a discount, um, or you can order them individually if you want uh, just the regular cover A, or you want the virgin color or the virgin black and white. Um, various prices there, but these are all Cowabunga exclusive. Variant covers for Shadow Man number one. So they're going to be extremely limited to 250 copies um, for the two versions and 500 for the cover A. Or not cover A, but uh, regular cover. Um, so get in on that. And you can do that at uh, shopcowabunga.com uh, and go to their exclusive uh, area there. 
Um, or they do send out, if you're on your mailing list, you've already seen this email. Um, but you need to get on that and you can do that in the show notes. Um, or just send Eric, uh, an email at Eric at cowabungacomics.com. Yep. It's a cool looking bundle. Some good looking. We love Jenny Frizen, so it's neat to yeah. see that art. Yeah, good for Cowabunga. This is like their third exclusive variant cover. They did a they did a Tim Seeley Bloodshot, a couple of covers for that. They did a Phil Hester Jimmy ba- Jimmy's Bastards a few years ago. Um, so this is their I, I think their third um, exclusive variant cover. Um, so that's big time, man. Way yeah. to go. Way to go, guys. Very cool. All right. We don't have an email from we Cowabunga. Do. It just came we through. Do. It just well, came through. Is your email up? Everything I'm doing off. No. I, I'm sorry. I'll let you do them then. Okay. These are due, <laughs> the DC books are due. Orders are due April 4th, Sunday, and everything else on Monday, April 5th. Uh, he, Eric, features Catwoman 30, uh, the Jenny Frizen cardstock variant. Uh, it also has the Harley Quinn number two, Derek Chu cardstock variant selected. In addition, it features uh, My Little Pony and Transformers 2 crossover, the number one Ooh. issue. This is also Tony Fleeks doing the cover A, and of course Tony Fleeks is doing Stray uh, Dogs, which we like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Helm Grey Castle number one. Cover A by Handoko and Valenza is featured from Image. Um, he's featured a new printing of the Spider-Man hardcover Omnibus. Normally $75, bucks, but through the good folks at Deep Discount, you can get it for $37.50. Uh, Marvel's, the Marvels number one is featured. Kurt Busick, Alex Ross book. Um... It's a four ninety nine book. Normally, you can get it for two fifty. It is a beautiful, beautiful cover, but it's Alex Ross, of course. Um, we again, he highlights the Shadow Man Jenny Frizen exclusive um, from Valiant that you can get, and a Back to the Future Marty McFly figure, action figure. Oh, uh, that's pretty sweet. I would have been all over that back in the day. Doing some more features with the toys. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Now let's see what we can find. That's right. Let's not just take Eric's word for it. Let's see what we can find in today's FOC. Anything special Batman. about that Batman? Except that they're going... This is the Miracle Molly stuff. Oh, okay. So some of these are really cool looking. But we've started with this Miracle Molly character. Yeah, they're, they're on the cover right there, isn't it? Yeah. And, of course, we have the... One in 50 available as well. So, apparently, DC trying to get retailers to reach for that $50 mark, or 50 order mark, has given them a little incentive to do so. Did uh, Art Germ take an interpretation as well? Oh, my God, he did. Wow. (laughs) That's the one to have, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the one in 50 as well. Wow, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, we the the Batman Fortnite that you went all in on is going to a second yep. printing. Feel vindicated in that. That's yeah. cool. And then uh, we're at all, we're at um, issue three. Is yep, your... so get, I will take the the cover eye. Get me the Mikel Yan and cover eye on that one. So I'll at least have him the entire run. Will he appreciate it? Nope, not at all. <laughs> We got a Dan Mora cover for Detective 1035. Which looks like a Klaus villain coming out. <laughs> yeah. On the cover there. Batman Detective going to a second print. That's crazy. Nightwing 78, of course, goes to a second printing. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah. People are all over that thing. Did Thanks they change up the Tom. cover? I think they did. That doesn't. Crap, I can't remember. Yep, yep, that looks different. Yep. So, what do you think? Yeah. Worth it? Yep. And then, now it's Robin's turn to launch, so we're getting well, Robin's first issue. Crap, there's supposed to be something in this Robin that we have to get this, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, there's something in this. 
Um, new villain, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then do we want the wraparound cover or cover A? I like the cover A better. Yeah, who's that up in the upper left of the wraparound? Yeah, there's going to be some new characters and stuff in this. we got to get it. Dang it. Yeah, they should, ha they should have fun with this one. Yeah. Yeah, it features on cardstock too. Dang. Yeah, going to be tough. Going to be tough decisions. Teen Titans Academy. Continuing with the, with the Red X trends. That first issue was really good. Was it? Awesome. Um, I wish I was like an all-in DC reader, you know, for decades. Because mm -hmm. there were so many characters in that that I, I have no idea how many of them are new and how many of them are existing. But there were tons. Which really what, what it surprises me that is the first issue not going to a second printing? I would think it would have to. I would think, but... Gotta be demand for it. Yeah. But yeah, there was tons of new characters, I think, in Teen Titans Academy number one. Or at least seldom used characters, because I, yeah. I didn't recognize many of them. Like any of that Dark Horse stuff is comics. Yeah. Not interested in the IDW stuff. All right, let's check out Sonic the Hedgehog and see how freaky it is. That's not bad. Those aren't the weird covers, so that's good. Yeah, so they must be this this last issue of crossover must they must be taking a break until we get mm -hmm. that issue seven with the Darsky. Get that seven with the chips the Darsky tie in. Yeah, looks like they're taking a bit of a break. To be nuts, but you know, hey, create your own. We can do. Geiger one going to a second print and really releasing a one in twenty five second print. Dang. I like the David Latham cover for Helm Grey Castle a little better. Mm-hmm. Could be a really good series. Yeah, hope so. Spawn three seventeen. Again doing three covers, but not the fourth black and white with the bundle deal so just the three this time gotcha i'm surprised cause he was doing that a lot must maybe the sales weren't there just got out of the habit i guess hmm. stray dogs number two also going to a second print with a with a different cover that's cool summoner's war legacy i don't remember what that is summoners justin jordan Okay. And Skybound. That's right. Justin Jordan. Who we like. We do. You get lost in the shuffle pretty easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Only one cover? What are you doing? Yeah, it's the exactly. number one with one cover? Yeah. It's crazy. Hmm. Down into Marvel, where Alien went to a second printing. For both the, the Gleason cover and the LaRocca cover. Yeah. Miles Morales 25, getting quite a few additional covers on it. Mm, because of the 25. Because it hits 25. Clone Saga, I guess. I don't know. There's a Liefeld Deadpool anniversary. So it's Deadpool with Miles. That's pretty cool. Although I've enjoyed these Jeffrey Varaghi covers. They uh -huh. don't seem to have caught on with anyone. Too stylized, I guess? Oh, yeah. I don't like them. You don't like them? Just me. Modoc finishes up with his issue four. And here is my okay. So here is my silk number two Rose Besh cover that I really wanted and just couldn't pull the trigger on. Oh, because it's forty bucks? Yes, and I had it on the order and off the order and on the order and off the order and order on the order and off the order and on the order and off the order. I friggin' love it. God Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think it's worth 40 bucks. Even, yeah, I love it, even if it spikes to 55. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I love Silk, and it's just a, it's a, a great really cover. nice cover. And I really like the last few, few things that Rose Bash has come out with. So, Spider-Man Curse of the Man Thing. We were really trying to prop up this Man Thing character. Ah, Star Wars Darth Vader number one, number eleven, Exegol Unleashed. 
That's awesome. Who's Exegol? Remind me. It's a place. Oh. <laughs> you would know all about these things if you just watched some things. I don't know. I wonder if I wonder if the Marvels will be accessible. Or it'll be like so spanning of the Marvel history and crammed full of stuff that it I won't I won't like it, I wonder. Probably. That's all I see from the good folks at Marvel. Yep, it's all the Marvel I see as well. Down into Zabooms. Once in Future is on number 18. My goodness. Yeah, it is. Making a move, isn't it? Yep. Once in Future marks the end of current story arc. And won't be back until August. So, Once in Future is taking a couple months off. Fant Blade hits issue 50 from Action Lab. Congrats. Got the third issue of Nuclear Family. I just finished issue two last night. It was very good. Cool coverage on those. Yeah, I think that's good. I think they're going to... They got to option this thing. It just feels cinematic. What do you think of this cover for three? Is this going to turn out to be controversial? Uh, it's all... Yeah, it's all very Cold War. Well, that's alternate that's, history. That's, yeah, that's modern. That's you know stepping on the neck. It's crazy. It's a good looking cover. Pro, certainly provocative. Yeah. And here we have Shadow Man cover or number one coming out with his standard covers, and then of course, like we talked about earlier, we have the Cowabunga exclusive Jenny Frizen covers as well. Yeah. Scout Comics sends three books to back for second printings. Black Friday, number one. By the Horns, number one. And Stake, number one. Congrats to those books. That yeah. Exceeded ep- expectations. And then plenty of Funko, Funko Pops to uh, choose from. It looks like there's a Seinfeld line. Oh. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Get yourself the uh, soup Nazi pop. <laughs> Is that one of them? I missed that. Yeah, the very one. Yev Kassem. Uh, okay. Oh, it looks like Cover Price released their top twenty, so we have time to uh, squeeze that in if you oh. if you want if you're done if you're sure. done with FOC. Sure, we're done with FOC. Would you like me to take the top ten or the bottom ten, sir? You take the top ten since I got rid of that tab. At uh, number ten, we have Daredevil. Number ten. From 2000, uh, Variety is reporting that a Hawkeye spinoff series about Echo is in early development for Disney+. Plus. Uh, this issue marks her second appearance, first cover, and first costume. Uh, I believe I remember when this got hot. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was, well, it was in 2000, I guess. That's oh. crazy. Uh, had a high sale of $500 for a CGC. And then Daredevil number 9 from 1999... Uh, was the first appearance of Echo. Um, about the same. Uh, didn't sell as many copies, uh, but did have a high sale of $455 for a CC- CGC 9.8. So the first cover and first costume outselling first appearance. Interesting. Uh, at rank 8, we have Harley Quinn number 1. The Yashitako Amano Lunar Thank You Retailer Thank You cover uh, from 2000 from 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, sold 83 copies and had a high sale of $200 for a raw. So, wow, nice. Uh, so those 2,000 copies that are out there make their retailers a little bit of moolah. Can be the uh, Truth, Red, White, and Black, number one, from Marvel in 2003. Seven-year... said This seven-issue series has great early speculation, recently catapulted into the spotlight with the introduction of Isaiah Bradley in the Disney Plus series Falcon and the Winter Soldier, one of 300 African-American soldiers experimented on by the U.S. Army in an attempt to create super soldiers. By the looks of what we saw, 
this army vet still has it. As soon as this lesser-known super soldier officially hit the big screen, sales of issues of this series, including complete sets, have been flying off the shelf. Sold 71 copies and had a high sale of $500 for a CGC 9.8. Dang. Way to go. Machine Man number 7 from 1978. Another Falcon Winter Soldier book. This is The Power Broker. Um, so one panel unnamed cameo appearance of the power broker. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, in Machine Man 80 has a larger, more substantial appearance. Um, though still unnamed. So this number seven sold 28 copies and had a high sale of $58 for a raw copy. Uh, Super Bowl 9 we mentioned earlier. Uh, it's amazing how the Suicide Squad has done this. Um, it's because of King Shark. Uh, Voiced by good old Sylvester Stallone himself. Uh, number four, we have X-Men number four from uh, 1992. This is the Mega Red. Um, supposedly going to appear in episode three of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe I didn't catch it. <laughs> um, uh, sold a high sale of $400 for a CGC 98. Um, Cap America 334 from 1987. This is the first appearance of Lamar Hoskins as Bucky, who also appeared in Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 2 alongside John Walker's Captain America. This is a, a sold $55 for a raw copy. And they say Lamar first appears, as we mentioned earlier, weeks in Captain America 2 323 and named in 333. At rank two, we have Tokyo Ghost, number one. Um, as noted by The Hollywood Reporter, Carrie Fukunaga is set to direct Tokyo Ghost, an adaptation for Legendary. This sold 17 copies. It had a high sale of $70 for a CGC 9.8. And the cover A um, of Tokyo Ghost is the number one book. It sold 48 copies had a high sale of $50 for a raw. Uh, Legendary, is that the ones that did Bloodshot? Took forever to do that? That sounds right. Yeah, so keep in mind Legendary tends to move slow, and this production is not going to be cheap, so you have plenty of time to find a copy. I have a bunch. <laughs> yeah, you do. And off to the rest. Kyle, do you have it up? Yep, getting it right now. For our runners up at rank 11, we have Thor 617 from 2010. There's been speculation that we would see Kid Loki on the Disney Plus Loki series. This news is only increased as folks read into who the various actors attached might be playing, with actor Jack Veal fitting, quote-unquote, the look. This rumor sold 19 copies of this book, $70 for a raw copy. Uh, more ENIAC number one from Bad Ideas. Um, ENIAC falls off the ten top ten after three consecutive weeks while sales have slowed and raw prices have come down. This book is still performing well with 42 copies sold and a high sale over $2,000 for a CBCS 9.9. Something is killing the children number one, the LCSD 2020 foil embossed comic. Um, something is killing the children's standard cover is on fire and hit a new high of $999.99 for a 9.8 this week. As it gets more expensive, it moves further away from most collectors being able to afford to buy one, which leads them to this foil at a more affordable $20 raw price. It sold 32 copies. Uh, uh, $115.50 for a CGC 9.8. So if if my something is killing the children is in pretty good shape, I should probably try to get a 9.8 out of it, right? Yes. I mean, that's, it's a, own, it's, yeah. that's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Holy that's crap. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess I should. Captain America 341 at rank 14. This issue marks the first appearance of Lamar Hoskins as Battlestar. Since Lamar has appeared in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier number 2 as John Walker, the new Captain America sidekick and friend speculation, assumes that Lamar will become Battlestar at some point. In the comics, Lamar receives treatment from the power broker, gaining the abilities of a super soldier. Speculation moved 14 copies, $50 for a raw. 
At rank 15, Moon Knight, number 1, nobody cares, CGC 9.6, 280. At rank 16, <laughs> Cold Dead War, <laughs> number 1. That's wrong. Yeah, uh, Oscar Isaac, there's no other stuff for it. Cold Dead War, number 1 from Heavy Metal, my pick of the week. Oh, wait, Low wait, print wait, run. wait, 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 there is Moon Knight news. They're going to, they're, Marvel's planning to come out with a new Moon Knight series. To coincide with Oscar Isaac's uh, uh, show, so there's going to be a new comic that will not sell well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> chalk it down as the 27th version of Moon Knight to come out. But Drew will be happy. Absolutely, Cold Dead War number one, the low print zombie series written by George Romero's son George C, is described as a horror war series set across the past, present, and future. A freak occurrence reanimates an island of freshly killed soldiers in the wake of the Battle of Midway in World War Two. Yes, uh, eleven copies moved twenty four dollars for raw raw already. At rank 17, Black Panther 4 from 1999, a brief mention in the Falcon the Winter Soldier episode 2 of Bucky's White Wolf nickname in Wakanda reminds collectors of this first comic appearance. $34 for a raw. Wolverine number 1 from 1998, this long undervalued first issue to Wolverine's first ongoing series is finally picking up steam. $439 for a 9.8. Superboy Zero issue from 1994, before Superboy number 9, King Shark had a cameo appearance in this issue. With all the heat and excitement around the appearance in Suicide Squad, this may be the book to dive into as it's significantly cheaper than issue 9, which is his first quote-unquote full appearance. $65 for a CGC 9.6, 17 copies, copies of moving. At rank 20, we have Captain America 334 Direct Addiction from 1987. As noted in the top 10, when we talked about the newsstand, this Direct Edition also features the first appearance of Lamar Hoskins as Bucky and first cover appearance. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now let's shoot over to Lunar and uh, see what's coming up this week for our sneak peek. Sneak peek at next week for the 6th, if I remember correctly. Crushing it on uh, that Batman 106 second printing. That's beautiful. Who is that? That's uh, Jorge Jimenez. Jorge, yep, yep. Man, that's lovely. Matina, of course, you love Matina. That's a great cover oh, yeah. for 107. Crime Syndicate. That's a great Al there. What's his name? Talon? Yep. That's great. The final Joker Harley Criminal Sanity. Number eight of that eight issue series. And we get a new Green Lantern number one. Is this an Infinite Frontier line? Yes. Mm -hmm. We don't like that cover A, but we like the cover B. Yeah, yeah. It's growing on me, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I still hate it. You still hate it? Really like the Matina cover B for Swamp Thing number two at the very end. That's a good looking cover. What is it? Oh, the Matina Swamp Thing? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. Suicide Squad 2 has a Gerald Peril B cover, which is interesting. Yep. I don't know him, but I like that. That's some good looking stuff there. So a couple of neat things from DC. Nothing too crazy, but some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And let's head on over to Previews World and start with our image books coming out on the 7th. Well, Geiger's going to be a big one. Yeah, um, already going back to second print. It's a Jeff Jones book. Uh, Gary Frank doing the writing. It, it should be a big book. Yep. But maybe too big? Very possible. I, of course, went with the glow-in-the-dark cover. Was that the Faybach? Yeah. There's our silver coin, number one. This anthology, this one's uh, Chip Zdarsky doing the writing on that. Mm -hmm. It looks pretty darn good. And only two covers of Walking Dead number 12. It's crazy. <laughs> they don't do that for very long, though. They hop right back uh. up. Down at Dark Horse, we've got Dead Dog's Bite, number two. 
I love that first issue. So I'm excited about the second issue coming out. We weren't too big on the Beasts of Burden occupied territories. No, I don't think we were. What was the pitch there? Nothing that caught my eye. I was yeah. I remember being meh about it. Yeah. IDW doing anything? Well, there's Star Wars High Republic Adventures number three. That's one to have. Is that the only cover for it? I think this or is, is this a reprint? This, yeah, that's a reprint. No, that's not. I don't know. We talked about this last week, though. Yeah. We're in the wrong. We're in the right week. <laughs> You're in the right week. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe they just had a lot more just sitting at the warehouse. <laughs> Maybe. If you like the new Spider-Man costume, it's front and center, well, back and center on issue 63. Is that Gleason taking that one, doing that mm -hmm. one? Nope, Bagley, Mark Bagley. Peach Momoko, Avengers 44 isn't bad. Ooh. King in Black finishing up. Five of five. Are we close to the end of King in Black? We are getting there. There's Star Wars High Republic, number four. Yep. With a couple of covers. Hmm. This Venom 34 looks to be the end. Is you this, gotta have it. This is the end of King in Black. End of Donny Cates. <laughs> No, it's the series, right? It's not the... Yeah, no, this the, sets series, the, yeah, the this, series finale tie into the King in Black epic. No, the series finale will be the Venom 200 next month, Uh huh. right? Yeah. So do you need this one? Mm, I mean, no. I mean, obviously, if you're reading it, sure, but yeah, from a spec standpoint, do you need this one? It, it is kind of a striking cover. Yeah. A couple of striking covers there. I don't know. I think I'll save that one for Venom 200. What if everybody's doing that? <laughs> then it's underordered, right? Yep. I'm not anything except for Till Booms, Magic the Gathering number one. Mm. Could be interesting. Jed McKay's doing the writing. Magic's pretty big still. Yep. Mateo Scalera. Wish I'd have kept my magic cards. You do not. I traded in for comics. All oh, some of them got super stupid expensive. Oh, did they? Yeah, they had a resurgence like Pokemon has. So you have, yeah, you magic have, the you have sellers by remorse then, like me? Oh, not to your extent, but yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Then I hop up again and Bloom number one from Hero Tomorrow Comics. This is written by Ted Socorro, an art by Butch Mapa, with a cover by Bong Dazzo. You know Bong um, Dazzo. Good old Bong Dazzo. Good old Bong Dazzo doing the cover. It is a psychedelic cover, too. Hero to, to Tomorrow Comics. The year is 1969. Ramsey is an inspiring comic book artist who is trying to find inspiration for his femme fatale. When he meets a wild dancer, Regina, at a street fair. He invites her into the woods for a character photo shoot where she begins to break on through to the other side. Witness the psychedelic origin of the world's powerful character in the Hero Tomorrow Comics universe. Nope. <laughs> they are high right now yeah. writing this comic. <laughs> the Impure, number one by Ralph Singh. From Scout Comics. Mm. The newest entry in the Scout non-stop imprint. Years after Nero and Minerva's homeworld, Castor was destroyed by aliens. The siblings join the dreaded Earth Force to ensure something like this will never happen again. Got the second issue of Nottingham. Ah, oh, yeah. Then we get another uh, Resistance volume starting. Resistance Uprising number one. So it's back. Ooh, yeah. From artists, writers, and artisans. Mm -hmm. We have a book called The Rise, number one. 
This is, again, Heavy Metal, and this is also George C. Romero. Yep. This is the son of George A. Romero. And it mm. tells the story before The Worst Night on Earth. Learn about the death, destruction, and tragedy that led to the birth of the modern zombie in this prequel horror saga to the most significant and influential horror film franchise. I ordered this when I ordered the Total War or whatever. I don't know why, but I was looking through the heavy metal stuff, and I liked both of those. Yeah. Part of me doesn't want the reason for the zombie outbreak explained. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, but I do like this concept. So that's, that is kind of neat. It is kind of neat one. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's your one pick to make sure that you pick up because it is going to spike and be on all of our top tens and hot tens going forward? Oof. I think I'm going to go chalk and go with Geiger. And I will go chalk as well and go with IDW's Star Wars High Republic number three because this is the one that's supposed to have the uh, Neil... Uh, the, kind of the, the big bad guy in it. Oh, okay. So This is the IDW Star Wars. The IDW one. So confusing. I wonder if they put them next to each other on the shelves. Heck yeah. Because I think they just, they look they look so similar. Yep, and the, you know, Star Wars fan of one might not be a, why not be a Star yeah, Wars fan of Accidentally buy the wrong one. Yep. And then you got, then, then you're stuck, now you're buying two. Good call. All right, well, thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself for our sneak peek set next week. Uh, tagging along with all of the fun stuff we talked about this week. Of course, find all of our links on patreon.com. Let's search for comics for fun and profit. Um, get in there and be part of before our next giveaway. Still, good odds on getting yourself a nice slabbed comic. Uh, so make sure you're getting there. All kinds of uh, uh, exclusive pods, uh, exclusive reviews, and all kinds of cool stuff. Be part of that. And we thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see you.